my God. Uh, I'd like you to, um, I'd like you to, um, I need your imagination this morning as I begin, begin and continue in a series that I believe uh, will bring such radical change in your personal life that um, you will mark it as a, you'll mark it in your history as a time when God seriously turned everything around. Uh, and if you don't have anything wrong with your life, and I'm asking God would, <laughs> would wake you up, amen. Uh, but some of you need God to bring about what I'm speaking about this morning. You need God to turn things around. You need a divine reversal. Some, some, some decisions have been made over your life or about your life that you didn't have, you didn't feel you had the power to change. And uh, God's going to do something different with you in this season. Some of you are actually going to step up in as like a promotion in authority to uh, see the will of God come about in your life. And uh, it's going to change your viewpoint of God. And I'm asking the Lord to do that for you and through you. Lift your hands to the Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this season that you've spoken by the mouth of your prophets. We believe that word and we, and we will prosper by it. And we thank you that you are turning around every major decision that's going in the wrong way against your will. And that you will cause us to stand in an authority that will proclaim and absolutely reverse that direction. So that the will of God is done and done so mightily and with such demonstration that the unbeliever will believe. And we thank you and praise you for this in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and give him praise. Amen. I mean, really praise him. Because from heaven, he's turning everything around for our good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there was a song we used to sing several years ago. It's, it's called Turning Around for Me. Around for me. Around for me. Remember that song? Turning around for me. Stand in your seat. As you stand in your seat, just make a 360 right there in your seat, okay? That's what God's doing. That is what he's doing on these hard situations in my life. He's reversing. He's returning. Somebody shout, uphill face! You may be seated. contemplating the way I was going to do this I want you to go with me to the book of Esther this is for me one of the most incredible powerful stories in the scripture and particularly now that our nation is in the shape it's in going in the direction that it's in it's a word for you personally, for us corporately, and a word for the nation. I, I want you to, to we're going to work in this, we're going to settle in this, and uh, for the next few weeks, two or three weeks, we're going to 
to deal with this. May God give you grace to hear it, to believe it, and to enact it. So go to the book of Esther. It's one of the most exciting books in the scripture. Something you should know about this book. God is not mentioned one time in it. It's one of the few pieces of scripture that does not say God, Yahweh, or Jesus. And yet, without argument, it is included in the whole word of God. It's because the characters, the situation are so apropos to the kingdom of God until we had to acknowledge its inspiration like the other books of the scripture. Our Bible is a conglomeration of historical, documented stories and facts, events of people, dates, places, names. I'm preparing a class for us on answering the question, why I believe the Bible is the word of God. Amen. Ask your neighbor, why do you believe the Bible is the word of God? Ask him, why do you believe the Bible is the word of God? Something like, well, my mama taught it to me. Well, that's a good answer, but it's not going to fly in the world. Amen. I'm going to give you a great answer why I believe in the word of God. But before I do that, I'm, I want you to look at this story. This story is awesome. Actually, it is, this story I'm giving you is actually your story. You're going to have to find yourself in the story. It's an introduction of this today, but I press, I, I believe that God will help you to find what part in this story, the narrative that is now going on, are you playing? Where are you? It begins, if you're, if you're there in Esther, we'll, we'll begin together. If you found it, say amen. amen. Now, uh, this took place in the days of Ahasuerus. Uh, he's an awesome king. Ahasuerus, chapter 1, verse 1, who reigned, check, his, check the realm of his rule, from India to Ethiopia, over 127 provinces. Bro, bro was, he was balling. Serious role, rule, serious reign. In those days, King Ahasuerus sat on his royal throne, which was at the citadel of Susa. In the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all his princes all, uh, and attendants, the army officers of Persia and Media and the nobles and the princes of his providence being in his presence. So this king Ahasuerus calls all his magistrates in from all the different districts. And if you can read this properly, you'll see his kingdom was multicultural. Let the church say amen. And, and, and his reign, his influence, power, authority, and might had stretched to 127 different providences. It's really quite amazing, Ahasuerus, the power that God gave him. For the scripture said, power is from God. Are you there, saints? 
in the third year of his reign, he decided, all right, I'm going to give a banquet. I've got the ducats. I've got the money. I'm going to get, you know, in, in, if we translated it to our times, billions of dollars of, of, re, of revenue. I'm going to throw a party for all of my magistrates and leaders. He calls them from all different parts of his realm, and they come to celebrate because he's going to demonstrate the extent, the beauty, and the power of his rule. Are you with me now? And so he displayed, verse 4, the riches of his royal glory and splendor and his great majesty for many days. Bro, through a 180-day party. Come on, y'all, talk to me, somebody. And when these days were completed, the king gave a banquet lasting for seven days for all the people who were present at the citadel of Susa, from the greatest to the least, from the greatest to the least in the court of the garden of the king's palace. Are you still with me? Yeah. Check it out. Uh, there were hangings. I want you to all check the, check, the, um, check the accoutrements. Check the decor. Check the style. Bro knew how to, he knew what to do. Check it out. He said there were hangings. You got to see them. They were hanging down. Fine white and violet linen held with cords of fine purple linen on silver rings made of uh, and marble columns and couches couches of gold come on and silver and on a mosaic pavement of what porphyry or marble mother of pearl give me a break and precious stones that's what they were walking on y'all yeah you are there so obviously he brought in all his craftsmen had it laid. When you walked in that thing, you was like, ooh, woo. Look at your neighbor say, that's how some of y'all need to be living. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. May God give you a divine reversal about where you're living and how you're living. Because some of your, your life and your lifestyle does not depict the beauty and the glory and the splendor of God's kingdom. Amen. And so um, some of you need to just come on up. Tap in and say, come on up, come on up. You need more than that clothesline with your dirty clothes hanging on the clothesline. That's the only thing hanging. You need what you need. You need, you need. This is amazing. And he, 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 so he, he throws this party that is amazing. And uh, he spared nothing. Verse 7. Drinks were served in golden vessels of various kinds. And, and the royal wine. The what? The what wine? The who what? The royal wine was plentiful. According to the king's bounty. Are you still with me? And the drinks... Well, and drinking was done according to the law. There was no compulsion, for so the king had given orders to each official of his household that he should do according to the desires. What? To the desires of each person. Are you all reading this, what I'm reading? And verse 9, I want you to catch this. Don't miss it. Verse 9 says, check it out. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the place which belonged to, the king, to king Ahasuerus. So the king is throwing his international party, his prep, preparation over 180 days, and he's got it down to the peoples now. He's going to take them off for seven days. And he is putting on the Ritz. Y'all feel what I'm saying? You know, if some of you, some of you, according to your past culture, it was Gucci everywhere. 
In fact, they had to play that song, Gucci Man. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? He was balling. So, but I want you to notice it says in that verse that the, the king's wife, the queen, Vashti, somebody look up the meaning of her name, Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the place which belonged to King Azurus. I want you to see the last portion of the verse. The banquet was for women in the, in the palace, which what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that belong to King Ahasuerus. Now on the seventh day when the heart of the king was merry with wine he commanded Mahuman mm, Mahuman Bistra Harbona Bigthra Abagtha Zethar and Carcass the seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Ahasuerus to bring Queen Vashti before the king with her royal crown in order to display her beauty, amen, to the people and the princes for she, come on saints, was what? She was beautiful. And the story continues and says, but Queen Vashti, my addition with her foolish self. Refused to come to the king's command delivered by the eunuchs. When the king, then the king became very angry and his wrath burned within him. Let's stop right here and let's help you apply the story. Now this man is going to go through extensive links to display the power of his treasure, his royalty, his rule, by inviting the heads of states of 127 providences and throw a huge banqueting party, 180 days with the last few days given even to the people, he increased the crowd. He had all the servants of his household not just clean it, but prepare it and build it the way he wanted it built. Laid the way he wanted it laid. Hung the way he wanted it hung. Have mercy, Jesus. Hello, somebody. And then prepare food, the best of food. It said the, 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 the king's wine. So it had to be the finest wine in the land. The drinks were exquisite. And, and after a few days, you know, King's heart's feeling pretty good right now. Hello, somebody. Yeah. And he's thinking, now, how could I crown this display of my glory, majesty, and, minister, and, 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 uh, and kingdom? How could I crown it? I know what I'll do. The crown of all of this preparation will be my wife. They can judge how and who I've chosen who belongs to me. I could have any choice I want in the nations, in the nations, but I've chosen this woman. And she was bad. Michael said the girl was dangerous. <laughs> and, 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 and now uh, you, got this, you get the picture. And she, of course, decided, well, if the king has got the guys, I will entertain the gals. Now, everybody in here knows that you're women. You know when women get together, it's a different ball game than when the brothers get together. 
and she and so she she uh, she was holding her deal and, and I, we didn't tell us how long it was it doesn't tell us how extensive it was it probably was I'm sure extensive and the king is feeling mighty good I'm feeling mighty good right now yeah, yeah. hey and uh, I, I, I think how, how can I how can I cap this how can I cap this gig off how can I how can I bring it to its Lord have mercy it's pinnacle yes ma'am and I know Vashti this will blow their minds and so the king can you see him he laid back all his potentates around him and the king goes summon Vashti and when you bring her make sure she wears her crown and I want her laid from head to foot. Fried, died, and laid to the side. Have you got the picture? I want them shoes so high, them heels so high, she has to shuffle to come in there. You getting the picture? Are you there? Okay. Lord, help me with the story. Now look, check it out. And the Bible says, but, Lord have mercy for that word right there. Queen Vashti didn't say, it didn't say, tell the king in a moment. Didn't say that. It didn't say, tell the king, would you please excuse me, um, I'm in the middle of something. It could have said, forgive me, help, help me, just help me in my imagination. Tell the king, I, I, tell the king that I would love to come but it's that time. And I'm what, baby? I'm not at my best. And I know he wants me to shine. He doesn't say that. Are y'all reading it? What did the Bible say? She what? That's called I'm, my will. My will! I'll do what the I want. I'm assuming other, the other women were there. And she said, look, ladies, ladies, let me tell you how it is. Let me tell you who really got control up in this here. And I could see the ladies go, oh, girl, go on, man, what? So she, <laughs> she said, no, 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 you don't get it. Tell him I ain't coming. Excuse me. In a kingdom, the king's word is law. So when he asks for her or summons her, when he commands her, and when he sins, when he sins, are you there, saints? When he sends one of his servants to get her, his word, you know, in a kingdom, what the king what comes out of his mouth is law. In a kingdom, life and death is in his mouth. Are you breathing? So at Vashti, she said, I ain't coming. Y'all breathing right here? So, so she didn't show up. And the king became what? The king became what? Let me ask you a question. What would make the king angry? Why does the refusal make him angry? Yes, he is king, but there's another reason. Why, why, why is he so like burnt 
I mean, burnt up. Why he burnt up? Why? What? What about them witnesses? They heard him say what he said. Now his rulership is on the line. And everybody knows when the king speaks, that's law. If I can't rule my own, Lord have mercy. Now, the reason why I'm, 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 I'm beginning this series with this story because one of the great divine reversals that God wants to bring in the house of God and even across the nation is order in a household of marriage. God, help us, please. I believe God allowed this story to come here because the Bible calls the church the bride of Christ. That's why I believe in this story. We can see this story as, uh, and peer into what God is doing. We can see the relationship between the king and his bride. Look at your neighbor and tap him on the side and say, beauty is only skin deep. You know, that, that, there's a song. And, hey, bro, you remember that song that came out? I think it was The Temptations. Um, it was a song. Uh, how it go? Beauty's only skin deep. Oh yeah, remember that? Have, do you remember? You might not, cause you know. I, I think you were probably in kindergarten when it came out. <laughs> so, look back with me, cause this really is about divine reverses. I want you to see this. Because she refused. She absolutely refused. I ain't coming. I just ain't coming. Why, why, what's wrong with you? Well, I ain't coming. She, it doesn't say she sent a reason. It would have been tenable if she would have had done him the courtesy of even giving him a, a reason. But not when the king is sitting in all his glory. And by the way, this is a, this is a hint to all y'all that are married. One of the worst things you can do, sweetheart, is make your husband look bad in public. I ain't, I ain't talking to me today. One of, the, one of the worst things you can do is disobey your husband in public. One of the worst things you can do is put him down in public. One of the worst things you can do is undermine his authority. One of the worst things you can do for your marriage and for your future is to not be in sync with your man. Look, you can have all the arguments and whatever you want behind closed doors. But whatever you do, if it's public, look, even if you're fighting like cats and dogs, I'm saying this to you, sweetheart, for your own well-being. If you're fighting like cats and dogs, when you come to public, act like you're doing great. Ooh-wee. I see that, Carol. Carolyn, some of the singles in here, they're single because they didn't want to do what I'm talking about right now. So the king says, uh, he, oh, he mad. By the way, tap your name and say, don't get the king mad. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, read the scripture with me because I can't, I can't linger anymore. Are you still, go back and put your head back in the book. Are you there, saints? So the king said to the, to the wise men, Lord have mercy. He became, he became angry. Verse 13, the king said to the wise men, 
who understood the times. Please look there, please. Please look there because this is so applicable to right now. So the king said to the wise men who understood the times, I'm talking about these times right now that you and I are living in, when order and authority is being undermined by a subversive evil ideology. He got together those brothers that understood the times for it was for it was the custom of the king to speak before all who knew the law are you there and justice and were ch and were close to him say close to him Karshena Shethar Admatha Tarshish Mires Marsena Mimikin, Mamukin, the seven princes of Persia, what? And Media, who, who had what? Access to the king's presence and set in the first place in the kingdom. According to the law, what is to be done? Here's what they said. Now, according to the law, because see, when her actions had law implications, and I'm going to say this to you, husbands and wives, your actions toward each other has law implications, not only around you, but within your own household. How you respond to the words, I'm saying this to you, I know it's not popular, but I'm saying to you ladies, how you respond to the word of your husband, even if you don't like that word has powerful implications of all those who are watching you or are with you in your household and those who are watching you from without. Please don't misunderstand me. I am not saying to you that all the words that are coming out of your husband's mouth are absolutely correct or right or even wise. I'm talking about how you respond to those words. So all of those rulers of the princes, providences, got together. They were close to the king. When it was being close to the king, they're the ones who advised him how his kingship could continue. The effectiveness of his rule was based on those who gave him input because they understood the law. Personal, private, marital relationships impact national relationships God have mercy today the church has not understood this and we've been very unwise about it are you still breathing beloved you still with me Check it out. It says the presence of the king, the princes, all them that we named before. But the queen, it says, what are we going to do? They said, uh, all who are in the province. He says, for the queen's conduct will become known to all the women, causing them to look with contempt on their husbands by saying, King Ahasuerus, he commanded Queen Vashti, and she says she ain't coming.
Are you all still with me? Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought into his presence, but she did not come. This day, look, at, look, look, I want you to understand this. Please get it from the scripture. This day, the ladies of Persia and Media who have heard of Queen's conduct, those did not, they didn't see it, they heard about her conduct will speak in the same way to all the king's providences or all the king's princes and there will be plenty of contempt and anger and cussing and fighting and feuding all over the country because this woman decided she ain't coming. That was very good, Lena. I thought that was very insightful. She said that was the first Me Too, Me Too movement. That was, that was brilliant. Church, we need to wake up and smell this coffee up in here. I'm, 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 I'm speaking this way to you because I want you to see God makes no mistakes in the word he gives us. So check out the picture. What happens when your wife comes against you and your word and you're in high places? It used to be that many corporations would not hire a guy for $100,000 or more, would never hire him without interviewing his wife. There was a time when, and when, you're, when, you're, when your salary is above six figures, they want to find out what your home life is like because they, not, they understand that home life impacts everything. And some of the highest positions in the, world, in the world today are only given after there's some kind of an interview and evaluation of the relationship. Of the, and, the, and the corporations now know it. If you don't get that evaluation, it's not good, don't hire them. Some corporations got this. If I ain't got, if I don't, if I can't get the wife, don't don't even try to get the husband because it ain't gonna work. If you don't have them both, you don't have them. I'm uh, I am now raising the, the powerful, incredible importance of your union together. What else gonna do, man? This gonna cause. Hell in my house. My wife was in her meeting when she refused. And obviously, if the eunuch who said, the king summoned you, he, I promise you that, that I promise you when that eunuch came in serving the king, he did not come in and get, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, excuse me. It pardon me. He just and gets up, comes up to her ear and says, "The king wants to see." I promise you, when he came in the door, Queen Vashti, the king summons you in all your glory and put on your crown when you come. Instead of putting on her crown, she put on her clown. She she's showing off. I'm going to tell you who got this up in control up in him. King sitting out there. And by the way, all of you that are single, I want you to fix your heart. Because if you get this word, then you won't choose a man that you wouldn't be pleased to serve. 
And if you're a single man sitting out here, you would, you, you, you would choose a woman who that, that you, you feel good about her serving you and you serving her. Because it does work both ways. Why am I lingering? Oh, Lord. So, as it was, every, the, whole, the whole kingdom is in an uproar because the whole kingdom is represented in the party. Excuse me, you hear what I said? The whole providence, 127 nations, are now being affected because of the relationship of the leader and his wife. You can, you can argue all you want. Well, maybe he shouldn't have called her. You can go through that argument all you want. You can talk about it. Well, you know, maybe, you know, you know, maybe just, that's just wine talking. Well, you know, why you just going, why you going to call her out? You know, she have, she got her ladies, you know. Why you going, why you going, why you going to be like that? You, your, your logic says that the authority that God has placed in relationship don't really matter. Just your logic and your feelings. This command here is beyond your feelings. And if we look at this story as the story of Christ and his bride. Oh my God. I do believe that, that, that Christ is summoning his bride to the forefront. I believe this story says to us that God is summoning us to the forefront of the nation. Of the state. Of the city. And she, she just act like, hey, and? <laughs> I, I promise you that eunuch said... <laughs> when, that, when she said eh, talk to the hand I bet that eunuch was in shock he probably started trembling do you understand what about to happen because you, you talk, told me to talk to the hand he understood the power the authority and the wrath of the king when he comes back, can you imagine how he came back to the king, queen? He coming back to the queen, to the king. He ain't got the queen with her, with him. And he's saying, <clears throat> and the king looking. You no, know, he got he, he feeling good right now. But when he see the unit come back, and he said, uh, "No, he didn't whisper, because all them other magistrates they knew she didn't show." Because I promise you, when that man came back and told the king, uh, gave her, gave him her words. Talk to the hand. <laughs> when that man said she ain't coming, he said, what? I bet she dropped that cup on that gold couch. <laughs> what? All the magistrates around said, huh? I promise you, if anybody was drunk, they sobered up real quick. You guys still breathing? Track with me on the story because I, I, I said, so they said, look, we got to do something about this. King, we love you. We're loyal to you, but you know, we, you got to do something about this. 
So the king, and, and the king, you know, he's, what, what, what do y'all think I should do? He said, well, he said, look, this day, verse 18, the, the ladies of Persia and Meda have heard the queen's conduct. They, they sing. They've heard of the, king's, the queen's conduct. Uh, they will speak in the same way. To all, they'll speak in the same, because they're going to follow her. They speak in the same way to all the king's prophets, and there will be plenty more. There's going to be mess in the kingdom. So, 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 so verse 19, look at verse 19, saints. If it please the king. Listen, they got more sense than Vashtar does. They didn't tell the king what to do. They said, if it be pleasing to you. Isn't that interesting? If it be pleasing to the king, if it pleases you, let the royal edict be issued by him. That means king, I want you to sign. You can sign something. Let it be written in the laws of Persia and media so that it cannot be re... What? It cannot be what? It cannot be what? It cannot be repealed. That Vashti will no longer come into the presence of the king. And let the king give her royal position to another who is more worthy than she. Lord have mercy. It's unfortunate that, that many of us don't understand the, the cultural nuances of what I'm saying. And how it impacts our personal relationships. There is a worldview and assumption that a husband has rule in the life of his wife. And that the wife recognizes and honors that rule. When we get to the New Testament, God gives you the ins and outs of how that works. We get to the New Testament, he says to husbands, love your wives see, in such a way it's not a problem from them, for them to obey you. We don't have any indication that the king did not love Vashti since she bragged on her beauty. He was, not, she was, he was not asking for her head. He was asking for her behind. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said it that way. But I, I just couldn't resist it, bro. You know, I, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry for that. I, 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 I started not to say it, but I said it anyway. I want you to come. I want you to come in. I want you to come in. He wouldn't. He, he, you know, so. so and, and, and I tell excuse me. Excuse me. But in our culture. In our culture. Everybody in here without speaking it knows that when the two of you come in, they're checking her out and judging you, sir, on what kind of man you are. Ain't I right? Ain't a man in this building that doesn't want his wife to come up to Michael Jackson's song. The woman was dangerous. She was bad. Come on. Come on. Because there's something that speaks. There's something. There's something, there's something that speaks. There's something that speaks when, when there's something that, 
There's something that speaks when, when, when he comes in with her. There's something that's judged about them. Something he don't even have to say, bro. Something he don't even have to say. He ain't got to say no words. All he got to do is just... It speaks of their unity. It speaks of their love. It speaks of their togetherness. It speaks of their power. It speaks of their royalty. See, there's something about marriage that's beautiful that gets distorted when that thing don't work together. What are we going to do about Vashti? Well, unfortunately, we have created, there is being created, the spirit of Vashti in our very nation has misunderstood the relationship the love relationship I wish I had this is not the, this is not the, the service to do it but I, I, I would if I had the time tell you about how it is that that woman honors loves and cherishes why she does I just don't have the time there's no indication that King did not provide that, but when he summoned to her, she just got beside herself, you know? She just got her rear on her head. King, right out of the edict and summon for all, summon, summon that she never, man, that is so heavy, that she never comes into the king's presence again. And that the king would find somebody who's worthy, more worthy. King, your glory is amazing. God sets up one, takes down another. God has obviously set you up. Your, your, your kingdom is vast, beautiful, incredible. But you need someone that reflects that on yourself. Okay, I want to say this, guys, because I, I want to say it this way. I, 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 I want you to hear me, church. There is a church right now that is teetering on the spirit of Vashti. We no longer honor his king, the king. And his, we no longer honor his command. We have our own concept of what, what, what it's got to fit the way we think. It's that church that's religious that no longer hears the voice of God. It's that king, it's that queen, that church that doesn't want to be bothered with the king's stuff. See, the king was the king was involved in political matters. There is a church that is so is so hung up about herself until she's took, she got her bride clothes on and, 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 and she, 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 she's all up into herself. The king wants to summon her before the nations. She's too busy with her business and her party. She won't hear it. In fact, refuse to show up. 
You won't show up before the nations. You won't show up to the public party. You won't show up to the political arena. You won't show up in the seven mountains. You're too busy having church. Makes me want to weep. And yet there is a church that is, that is so sensitive to God that wants, Lord, you call me. I will answer no matter how I feel or what I'm doing and I'll come into whatever arena you want I'll display the glory of your splendor before the world even though it makes me a spectacle I will do it if it will bring praise and honor to your name so the story says the edict was written and she will never Oh my God. It's kind of like Israel in the desert who didn't get to go into the promised land. She got buried. She, she belonged to God. She got redeemed with, with blood, but she died in the desert because she was unwilling. She was unwilling to go into the affairs of the king. I trust today is not your story because you're going to make a choice king summon you to an arena you're not used to what you gonna act what you gonna say I ain't coming be assured if that's your decision he will find somebody else who is more worthy I don't want to know what my CPA is. I don't want to know my calling. I don't want to know my, my purpose. I don't want to know my assignment. I'm happy having church like I am. Don't ask me for another day. I give you Sunday. What else do you want? Lord, help us today. So check it out. And let it be known today this story is being lived again check it out the king's edict went out verse 20 which he will make his his when the king's edict which he will make is heard throughout all his kingdom Great as it is, I don't care how bad it everybody in the king, every mouse, every gnat, every snake gonna hear this word. Then all women will give honor to their husbands, great and small. This word pleases the king and the princes. And the king did as Mamuchin, Mamukin proposed. So he sent the letters to all the king's providences to each providence according to its script and every people according to their language. They wrote it in all the languages. That every man should be master in his own house and the one who speaks in the language of his own people. This is profound to me. I don't care what culture you come from, what economic strata you come from, because you don't get this message. And every man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for all you alphabet people and confused pronoun people out there. 
He said, I'm going to make sure that everybody understands what my edict is. They're going to get the message. I, I do believe it. I do. I think God is, is a, the Holy Spirit now is making choices about those whose household reflect the kingdom of God. I think God's making choices about uh, relationships between husbands and wives. I, 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 I'm convinced of that because I believe that God wants to take you and place you in high places in other cultures, in other mountains, and he wants to demonstrate his goodness, his glory, his, his majesty in your life in that place. But if you don't even reflect his nature, he can't do it, he won't do it. We got a world that misunderstands the gospel. We got a world that don't even know the gospel exists. We got a culture that does not get it. how he wants them to get it is when you and your husband, you and your family reflect the glory and the splendor of our king. When we come before them, they know, oh my God, what is this? That's why last Sunday when the prophet called some of you into the circle, into the aisle to be prayed for for public office, how significant it is. Because God is wanting to display his glory and splendor among the nations and among all the mountains. Every corner of our country, every providence, every, every county of our city, every job, he wants you to be his display. So that's how she said, well, yeah, please. Yeah, well, you're going to be saying, honey, please to yourself. By yourself. All them girls that attended you, they're going to attend somebody else. You can, your, your claim to fame, I used to be the king's favorite. <laughs> Are you breathing, saints? Okay, so I got my clothes out. But I got to close it out with the beginning of the, of the, of the, the, the gotta, I got to finish the setting. So it's, it, you can imagine, over the, it, it's a buzz in the kingdom. And that letter goes and hits the, hits the, <laughs> hits the royal scene in the, uh, of all the counties and countries. He said, this is what it is. Every wife, every man, by the way, it's, it's basically an edict to the husband. Every man is, must be the head of his house. The one thing our nation's struggling right, right now, they don't, they reject the order of God. For the head of every man is Christ, and the head of every woman is the man. What? And don't you misunderstand when I say head. I'm not talking about, I'm not declaring value. We're declaring order and priority. Yeah, it is. He, 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 he said, guys, it's your problem. And by doing that, he's saying, I'm the king, and it's my problem, and I'm going to take care of it. Lord. That's why every woman here should be to glory and revel in the fact that she has a man that she feels good and that she can submit to. Everybody know what the real story is? We know she, we know she propping you up. We know she's the best thing in your life. We know that. Why are you tripping? I, I got to get to my character because I, I want. 
or I won't be ready for next week. So check it out. So after these things, verse 2, chapter 2, after these things, when the anger of the king of King Ahasuerus had subsided. Y'all see that right there? So we, we got to get that anger down because if not, somebody going to die. When, he, when it had subsided, he remembered Vashti and, and what she had done and what had been decreed against her. Are you all there? Then the king's attendant who served him said, let beautiful young virgins be sought for for the king. What? Let the king appoint overseers in all the providences of his kingdom that they may gather every beautiful young virgin to the citadel of Susa, to the harm, into the custody of Haggai, uh, Higai, the king's eunuch, uh, who is in charge of the women and let their cosmetics be given and let their cosmetics be given to them take cosmetics my wife can teach on this amen because some other sisters amen need this right here up in here need instruction on how much and what is too much amen praise god yes amen and amen that's all i'm gonna say about that and then let let the young lady let let the young lady who pleases the king be queen in place of Vashti. And the matter pleased the king, and he did accordingly. So the king said, show you right. Because I'm, I'm sure, he, it, you know, he had to say what he said, but it wasn't like there was no relationship there. He remembered, oh, man, I can't. You know what? You, you messed up. Now he's troubled. So his, his advice said, King, we're going to search throughout all the whole providence. Because the whole providence, so your personal business, King, has now become public business. So we're going to take care of this public business all over the nations. So we're going to summon all the virgins. Let's bring them all together. And King, you choose. You choose. And they said, oh, good suggestion. Are y'all there? Because I ain't seeing Vashti no more. I ain't sneaking her in the back door. Hello? My word is good. It done got quiet in here, baby. So let the young lady who pleases the king and uh, the matter, and now there was in the citadel of Susa a Jew, say a Jew. Lord, point to your neighbor and say, the Jew is you. <laughs> there was a Jew in, Su in Susa whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, and, and uh, Jair, the son of Shemiah, Shemiah, the son of Kish, a Benjamite who had been taken into exile from Jerusalem with the captives who had been exiled with Jogoniah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had exiled. He was bringing up Hadasha. Hadasha. Say Hadasha. I found out, baby, that it means myrtle. Yeah. Hadasha. That was my mama's name, Myrtle. Yes. Hadasha. That is, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had no father and mother. Now the young lady, read it with me, please. Now the young lady was 
beautiful of form and and when her father and her mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. I ask, I'm asking you right now, which one are you? Some of you are like, you are just like Hadassah. You're just like Esther. Your original parents, all that got messed up. And you got to be raised by somebody else. And you've been mad with God because, you know, God didn't let you grow up with your parents. And, your, and God was doing you a favor because the person that raised you had the ability to do in your life what your original parents did not have the ability to do. God took your calamity and turned it around. He's going to do it for his glory. You got bad self-image because you weren't raised by your mom and daddy. Thank God. Because the purpose of God is greater than that. Some of you are Mordecai. Some of you have been asked to, to take parental responsibility for some people who are going to do great things in the kingdom of God. And not only that, God will give you the means to do it. Some of you have resisted it. But God has given you the, the wherewithal that you can become their mama, their daddy. And why? Because you've got something in you that's going to be, it's going to implement the will and the power and the purpose of God in their life in days to come. Why have you been running from being pop? Why have you been running from being mama? Some of you are Mordecai. The position you have right now is prerequisite for what God's going to do through the people you raise. I'm talking to y'all right now. Hear me today. This story is for now. Some of you are Hadasha. You, you're, you are uh, you're Esther. Beautiful in face. Beautiful in form but a wreck without the, without the right parents. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about because the people who look good in face and form, they're the ones they want to prostitute. They're the ones that they want to use. They're the subjects of trafficking and everything, God knows everything else. Hadassah, she had enough sense to embrace her, her uncle, I'll call her her uncle, as father. No, not her real dad, but for all intents and purposes, her protector, her director, her provider, her counselor. Some of you are Hadassah. Some of you are Esther. And you need to shut up and listen to what your, your parents, your, your godparents, or listen to what your play parents, or listen to the parent that God gave you because what they're giving you is going to take you where God wants you to be. You've resisted, mad at God, because you know, you're not with the original ones. God is bigger than that. It's kind of an amazing thing, because when they summoned for all these young versions, and Mordecai obviously did his job. I remember Carla standing here, testifying before her mom in her passing, reminding the, 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 the relatives of what her mama said to her. When she met Neil Thomas, she said, and, and you better close them legs. 
Everybody started hollering, screaming. Some of you are, are, are receiving instructions from people that are not your blood or not your in-line biological mom and dad, but they're giving you what you need. And that girl, that girl, Esther, her virginity protected. Her personality blossomed. Her beauty displayed. She obviously had a grace, and I'm going to talk about this in this series. She had what the Bible said, the favor of God over her that made her even more attractive. Lord Jesus. And so Mordecai, he understands this woman I've been given charge of has Lord have mercy, has national significance. This story is for now. I'm speaking to every one of you out there who've got bosses and authorities over your life. You didn't want them as a boss maybe, or it, it happened that it fell, that they're now your boss, and, they're, and they're, 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 they're invested in you. Some of you ain't got the sense What's wrong with you? Don't you understand? They see the, the potential in you and they see their part in giving you instruction so that when God wants to elevate you, you are ready. When opportunity and preparedness meet, success is birthed. Woo, talk about divine reversals. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. What if God had slated you to be the pinnacle, the tip of the spear, the lever. What if God had, had, had raised you up to be the pinnacle, the reason that turns what was evil, turns it around for good? What if God, all your life, been preparing you to stand in the middle of his divine reversal? And you complaining? You won't listen to authority? And you won't take advice? The Bible says that this girl, she listened to her uncle Mordecai. He already had a position, not the one God was going to give him, but he was in the right place. He was among the captives, but he stayed true to the faith. And verse 8 says, so it came about when the command and the decree of the king were heard and many young ladies were gathered to the citadel of, of Susa into the custom, custody of, of Haggai, that, that Esther was taken to the king's palace into the custody of Haggai, who was in charge of the woman, of the women. Now the young lady pleased him, that is Haggai, and found favor, hello saints, with him. So she quickly provided, so he quickly provided her with her cosmetics, her food, gave her seven choice maids from the king's palace and transferred her and her maids to the best place in the harem. And very, I'm gonna end with verse 10. And Esther did not make known to her people or her kindred for Mordecai had instructed her that she should keep her mouth shut. 
Lord, have mercy, Jesus. You you, you talk too much. You just worry me to death. You talk too much. You sabotage yourself. You just talk. You talk too much. Oh, I don't. That's a rap. You talk too much, huh? You never shut up. Well, what I was when I was singing, there's an actual song I was singing. I wasn't making it up. That's a real song. How many of y'all remember that song? You talk too much. Help me, Chris. We're gonna we're gonna bring, take this home. I got to stop this right where I am. Saints, this story is your story. Mordecai said, look, I see the opportunity that God is doing here. I don't know all of it, but I know that God, that there's a special favor on your life. I see that. I see God's hand in all that's occurred in our lives, in my life, Esther, and in yours. Hadassah, I'm talking to everybody. I am, in a way. I see what's going on. I see who you are. I know who you are. Everything that's happened from the very beginning, the passion of your parents, with me taking responsibility for you and you yielding to that. I'm, I'm preaching this message today because I'm, I, I, you know, they, I, I have this story lived out in my own personal life. And the person that understands what I'm saying, if you hear this message, you need to look at yourself like her. I was chosen to be the springboard for what you're really supposed to do. And indeed, she obeyed. Now look, your environment's going to change. But what you have deposited on the inside is never to change. I will be here afar, but I will be here. Here's how you conduct yourself in higher places. The present church right now has to decide where you're going to stay where you are in lower places and live in that, that, that ghetto you've been living. I'm not talking about your house. I'm talking about my attitude. Live in the low places where you are or whether you're going to receive what you've been told because you're going to be put into a whole other environment and you've got to act a certain, carry yourself a certain. When you get in there, don't be, don't be, uh, uh, Esther, before you go, I need you to take off your Jew glasses. Lord, help me now. I need you, I don't need you to go acting like you are a, a, a conquered people. I don't need you to go in there acting like, you know, you in slavery. They don't know the difference. All they see is the glory and the favor on your life. When you go into that environment, shut your mouth. Don't be talking about, I'm black. When you go into that environment, don't go carrying your color. Go displaying your heart. Don't be so quick to play the race game. 
Y'all, do y'all hear me today? Because that game is not going to get you where God wants you. Don't be playing the pity game. I don't deserve to be here. But don't be playing that proud, puffed up game. You should have had me a long time ago. I want you to keep that favor on you. Don't tell them you're a Jew. Don't even tell them you're a Jew. Obviously, everybody look the same. Don't tell them you're orange. You, you don't, they don't even know that. In fact, if you tell them, it may hinder what God wants to do. Oh, y'all ain't talking to me today. You don't have to go in and talk about, well, I'm a Christian. Shut up! Because their definition of a Christian may be totally different than yours. So now they prejudged you wrongly because you opened your mouth. I want you to go in there with the favor of God on you. I want you to go in there with your beautiful face and form. And this will be obvious. Your, your faith, your, your face, your, your face, your form, and your favor. I want you to go in there and I want you to shine. All I want you to do, baby, shine. And the Bible says all of them that saw her, they said, Whoa, the favor of the Lord. They, everyone's like, wow. Obviously, there's more going on here than just her face and just her beauty. And I want to stop right there because some of you, that's what God wants. He wants a, an elevation of your responsibility, an elevation of your career, an elevation of your workplace, an elevation in your in your in your community carrying that favor with you not your color not your negative experiences his government in your heart because he's going to use you she didn't know it God was going to use her to save the nation bow your heads right there where you sit your name is not Vashti. Choose your name, Hadassah. Now, alias Esther, my church, my bride, has a different command over your life. God will always give you Mordecai to, to instruct you. Choose. I'm not, my name is not Vashti. I do not disrespect and dishonor my authorities. And even in my inconvenience, I will respond to the call. I'll let God take care of the rest. Because my name is Esther. Now, Father, I'm praying for these today who hear this word and you have put upon them. I thank you, Lord, for the Mordecais that are in this building today. For the divine wisdom over their lives to take care of those who will be catapulted to places of honor and respect and influence. 
I thank you, Heavenly Father, that this church, your church, is Hadassah. I pray, Lord, for these whom you're dealing with. Their tongue, their tongue has been their undoing. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for arresting their tongue. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, Lord, fill them with your confidence in your presence. I thank you, Lord, that you, are, you have us now in the midst of the greatest re divine reversal in our history. And I thank you for working those other reversals in our lives, preparing us to be the voice to make those decrees. We repent. We repent from not believing you, not responding to you when you call. We thank you today. We change our minds. We show up when you call. I thank you for this. It's in Jesus' name we do pray today. Let's stand on your feet and just raise your hands to the Lord.